Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Gaming. My name is Miles Large. And I'm Eric. And today we're going to talk about what might be one of my favorite topics, and that is uh, video game soundtracks. As we did last week, we're going to do a little segment here before we start on the main topic, which is uh, games we've been playing recently. Two things. One, I bought Super Mario Bros. 2, the uh, American version. So that's Doki Doki Panic in Japan. Yes. I bought it on um, for my 3DS on the uh, Nintendo eShop, and uh, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. But um, I'm a big 2D Mario fan, so uh, we're going to beat it eventually. And the other thing is um, I haven't been playing... But um, I have this series on my YouTube channel called My Dad Plays Metal Gear Solid 5. And I sit down with him and we uh, have him play Metal Gear Solid 5. And I haven't really been playing it, but I've been, at, I basically have been just because I have to, like, you know, explain all this stuff to him. And but he gets wrong. He doesn't know which button does what, tells <laughs> his dad right. the wrong thing. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, he's getting there, so it's process. <laughs> he doesn't play games, so. If you're following us on Twitter, which you should, at LTG Podcast, you'll notice that I bought and beat Oddworld New and Tasty, yes. which is a remake for a PS1 game called Abe's Odyssey. Mm-hmm. The remake is available for pretty much everything, I think, other than maybe like 3DS. Yeah. So Wii U, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Vita even. So it's a puzzle platformer, kind of with some stealth elements in there. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. I played a little bit of the original, probably yeah. like... 20 minutes so not really enough to have like a decent opinion on on the original but i was intrigued by it i think it was like a ps plus game or something but then my ps plus ran out and then so i never finished it mm-hmm. so i came out on the wii recently that's what i've been playing it on and it was really fun yeah you pretty much die in like one hit <laughs> one or two hits which which is fine it works for you know the way the game's set up oh the ending was kind of anticlimactic i don't know if that's just because I didn't save all the people that you're supposed to save. Part of the game is you you saving your friends. You don't have to. It's optional. There's like 299 people to save. Yeah. And if you save all, you get save all of them. You get like a different ending. So maybe that's part of the reason why it felt really anticlimactic. But even the last level was really like, I did it, and then I watched the ending cutscene. I was like, that wasn't the last level, was it? Because that wasn't like a last level. Like, yeah. Oh man, this is testing all of my you know, my skills from mm. the previous part of the game. And it was. And it ended, and I was like, oh, okay. But it's still really good, and I'm excited to get back and beat it again and save all the people. Yeah. Okay, so video game soundtracks. First song I'm going to start out with isn't a game, but a company. <laughs> and that would be pretty much most Nintendo first party, and even third party on, like, the NES and yeah. SNES. But mostly now first party Nintendo games. I, I will definitely agree with this statement. Zelda, Mario, Metroid. Star Fox. Star Fox. Even, you know, things I don't play. Yeah. I still like the song from Kirby. Yeah. Definitely Zelda, I would probably put at the top, at the mm-hmm. highest one. For me, at least. Yeah. Mostly because I've probably played that one the most out of Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. But also just because I, I think they have the most listen value outside of the game. I could make you listen to a legend zelda song mm-hmm. and you could probably appreciate it even without playing the game yeah and i think nintendo has other ones but i think zelda is probably the one that has that the most mm-hmm. 
I like uh I don't really play Zelda that much, but uh I like the Mario songs, the songs on Mario, both 2D and 3D. My favorite Mario is like uh Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario World, uh Super Mario 64 even. I really like the soundtracks to those games. Overall, like I think um a lot of people get the whole Nintendo like experience uh with the soundtracks from uh like ga- the Super Smash Bros. series, definitely. That's true. Which is uh honestly it's pretty cool. Like the the soundtracks for those games, the Smash Brothers games are awesome. Definitely. You really get a wide taste of Nintendo's musical talents yeah, between their games. Definitely. That's it's pretty cool. Alright, I'd like to talk about uh Persona and Catherine, the soundtracks for those. We've run them together because the composer for both uh the Persona series and Catherine is the same guy, Mr. Uh, Shoji Megro. He's an awesome dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. At least Persona 3 and 4. Yeah. Yeah, Persona 3 and 4 songs pretty much completely just encapsulate the atmosphere of the games. Yeah. Whereas 3's songs are... Mm, I'd still say they're kind of upbeat, but you know they're definitely they're a little darker, darker and yeah. weirder. More mysterious. Weirder. Yeah, weirder. And I can't even give a genre to Persona yeah, 3 songs. Yeah, like, if you're trying to give a genre to Persona 3 soundtrack, it's like electronic... And a little jazzy and like funky and like it's a lot of a combination of different things, but it's awesome. And then Persona Four is just J pop, which yeah. completely fits the aesthetic and the atmosphere of the game exactly, and the story. Yeah. And that's great. And then Catherine is kinda of cheating because some of those songs are uh, classical songs just yeah, remixed. Just remixed. But they're remixed well at least. Yeah. And the the original songs are good too. Yeah. But yeah, they both have great soundtracks. Yeah. There's a couple songs on the uh, Catherine soundtrack. I can't think of names right now, but there's definitely a couple of them that pop to me and they're really cool i really like the aesthetic it has going with the whole like kind of horror romance and horror theme kind of encircling and you definitely hear that in the music going back to persona 4 soundtrack like the whole j-pop thing like it definitely fits i totally agree and same with persona 3's like dark and mysterious kind of soundtrack interesting note both persona 3 and 4 soundtracks have remix albums even though i like persona 3's soundtrack game soundtrack more than i do persona 4s i like persona 4s remix album more than persona 3s maybe because the remix album for persona 3 is a little weirder they're both really good albums regardless both the soundtracks and the remixes i haven't really listened to the remixes they're really good now despite the uh, varying quality of the series <laughs> i think something that's consistently good music wise is in the sonic games yeah whether 2d or garbage or good 3D. Yeah. You know, 2Ds, you just, you have your good, you know, classic 8-bit, 16-bit, mm-hmm. you know, soundtracks. Yeah. And then the newer games, you have, you know, your Crush 40, pop-punk-ish, you know, soundtracks. Yeah. And I think, it, again, regardless of the quality of Sonic 06 or <laughs> Sonic and the Black Knight, Sonic Unleashed, I think those games still have really good soundtracks, and yeah. I could probably listen to most of them just continuously. Yeah. Both the uh, 16 and 8-bit sounds for the uh, original 2D Sonic games, as much as they fit those, the uh, pop-punk songs that Crush 4D comes up with definitely fit the uh, newer 3D Sonics as well. Yes. Both both are fitting, which is pretty cool. They're all all really good songs. So I'm going to go on a tangent here. Um, Eric's never played this game, and he has no desire to play this game, I bet. Some of my favorite soundtracks come from the Gran Turismo series. For a car game, you don't think that, like, you know, the soundtrack's that great or anything, maybe, or... 
you know, it doesn't have a lot going for it because it's just a car game. But I don't know. The soundtrack's really cool. It's uh, mostly like jazz and funk. And you get this like kind of like loungy feel like in the menus and stuff. But then, you know, you get on the uh, racetracks and you have like the more popular songs like Panama by Van Halen or like there's some other songs that I'm not really thinking of right now, but stuff like that. It's cool. <laughs> Haven't played Gran Turismo. Don't plan to play Gran Turismo. Actually, I would disagree and I'd say that OSTs and racing games should probably be better yeah. than other games because racing games probably have less going for it gameplay-wise. Yeah. Not that, you know, racing games are, like, you know, bad game players. No, but, yeah. But it's know, mostly just you're driving yeah, around a circle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think the OST should probably be better in those yeah, games that's than true. the normal games. That's true. The uh, Gran Turismo OSTs I really like. They're great. The Gran Turismo theme on the uh, fourth game has, like, this orchestral, like, kind of opening to this awesome guitar-driven solo, which is pretty awesome. It's pretty badass. The next game, which is also kind of cheating because a lot of them are also songs that already exist, would be uh, Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. The probably most original songs would be the the opening themes, which there's two, even though there's been like six games because yeah. they've been reusing the openings, which is fine. Yeah, And those are both really good. The Disney songs remixed, you know, mm-hmm. r- really well. They're good, you know, for the atmosphere, for battle music. There are, you know, other original songs too, of course. Yeah. Playing Kingdom Hearts 1 throughout my childhood, uh, I really liked the uh, soundtrack. However, I know I was stuck on the Wonderland level for the longest time, and so I always had both the normal theme and the battle theme constantly playing in the background, as well as Traverse Town too. I had that theme in my head for the longest time. And it was, it's something that either, like, I go back and listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is great, or it, like, haunts me to this day. <laughs> but overall, like, Kingdom Hearts, pretty good soundtrack. Speaking of racing games, I'm going to kind of segue a racing game and a uh, rhythm game together because the soundtracks are sort of similar. But Burnout 3 soundtrack, just a bunch of, like, rock, pop, punk songs. It's pretty cool. It's just there's something, you know, you can drive to. It's pretty, It's there's not much to it. Um, the menu music is kind of bland, but that's whatever. The other game I want to talk about very briefly was uh, Guitar Hero, if you can call it an OST. You know, their Guitar Hero is basically just popular songs that are, you know, in the game. I like the songs in Guitar Hero. They pick good songs. Yeah, definitely. And also, I have played Burnout 3 a little bit. Yeah, I enjoyed the soundtrack in that. Definitely uh, more my taste of music. Yeah. The next soundtrack works more for, for atmosphere, I would say, than actual songs that I could just sing to you right now. Yeah, definitely. Other than the main and ending themes. Yeah. But that'd be uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Just not just the first one, but yeah, the, the whole series. series. Decent amount of atmosphere. Like, I probably wouldn't just listen to the soundtracks that often. Yeah. Like, listening to Metal Gear Solid 2 soundtracks, there's like a whole song where it's basically just seagulls. <laughs> That's right. Which kind of towards the beginning of the game when you start playing this ride in. Yeah. But yeah, they they definitely work well for, for atmosphere, you know. Mm-hmm. Tense, you know, you're about to get caught. Action-packed when you did get caught. Like, exactly, get out of there, yeah. you're going to die. Yeah. The uh, first the first Metal Gear Solid is, has this really, like, electronic-y, dark, atmospheric theme, which fits, like, you know, the whole Shadow Moses theme, which is really cool. I, I would say Metal Gear Solid 2 is cool, too. I really like Metal Gear Solid 2. It's a little more upbeat, though. The, the one that I think is kind of impressive, but it's a little underrated, is Fives, the new one. Just because it's it's definitely for atmosphere music, but it's a lot more, like, developed and kind of, like, epic in a way. Like, you know, when you get spotted, the music just, like, really, it's, oh, yeah, you know, you're in trouble. You you messed up. You know, it keeps things tense, which is really cool. I think Metal Gear Solid 3 probably has the best sneaking theme. Yeah, definitely. 
Metal Gear Solid 3 is, is a good game, but the and the music is awesome. Whenever I would play Ground Zeroes up to the release of Phantom Pain, I would always watch the beginning cutscene just because I wanted to hear Here's to You play. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a really good song, even though it's really repetitive. Yeah, but same, so I would uh, I would always watch the beginning cutscene just to hear that song. Yeah, it's like the same four chords or something like same four lines. Four, literally the same four lines just yeah. sung over and over. Yeah, it's pretty good though. Which actually also played the end of Metal Gear Solid Four. But at the end of yeah. Metal Gear Solid Four, it's more of like slowed down, yeah. you know, version of the song as opposed to the Ground Zeroes, which is just the actual song. Yeah, it's a different version. Yeah, I like to talk about Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank One most specifically, just because that's the most well, maybe one and two, but Ratchet and Clank One has the most memorable soundtrack for me anyway. Maybe it's nostalgia reasons, but I really like its soundtrack. It's very electronicy. It's mostly electronic. But then it also has some elements of, like, you know, funk in it. The best way to describe it is, like, weird and spacey. Because it fits the game very well, which is, you know, just kind of, like, quirky little PS2 game where you go out in your spaceship and you fly around and stuff like that. It really fits, you know, in the songs you have weird spaceship sound effects and things like that. I don't really know any other way to describe it, but it's it's weird, it's spacey, it's good. It's sci-fi. It's definitely fitting of this game. Next series I'd like to bring up would be Ace Attorney. Mm-hmm. Definitely something that probably makes this game good is the soundtrack. Yeah, that's a pretty good soundtrack. Since the game is, I don't want to say light on gameplay, mm-hmm. because mostly when, you, when you're when you recognizing the music, it's probably the uh, the court sections. Yeah. And that probably has more gameplay than the uh, investigation yeah. sections. You know, it definitely definitely sets the, the mood and, you know, when you're losing, when you're winning, yeah. when you figured something out, think you figured something out. When the prosecutor's winning. Mm-hmm. And uh, the character themes, some of the character themes are pretty good too. Yeah. I really like the Ace Attorney soundtracks. They fit the game. The court themes are very like majestic and kind of like, and once you uh, get the objections, it's kind of like you're motivated and it's awesome and things are happening. And it's really cool. Pretty good. They're pretty good soundtracks though. Dual Destiny's the uh, the objection theme, at least, for, at least for Phoenix. I'm not sure about the other two. It's just a remix of one of the... Older themes? I don't remember yeah, which one. Trials and Tribulations. Yeah, I think so. And, well, it's kind of cool. I want a new one. So hopefully <laughs> in the new game, which I managed to leave out on our games we're looking forward to list. Yeah. But Ace Attorney 6 is something I'm looking forward to. Uh-huh. So hopefully in that one, they, they give them a new a new objection theme. Yeah, that'll be cool. We're looking forward to that game. A soundtrack that uh, I really enjoy is Bayonetta. Most of the soundtracks that we've talked about are either like jazzy weird or like popular music but bayonetta is kind of different it's more upbeat but it's like it's really like dancey honestly it fits the game and it's different too you have like remix versions of like fly me to the moon and this new age kind of weird stuff with like pianos and like booming bass and just like i you just have to listen to it i can't do it i can't describe it in any justice it's very atmospheric too at times it's very variant too i remember one of the stages has a uh, remix of the Space Harrier theme where you play a uh, kind of a mini game like Space Harrier. That's pretty cool. Next uh, series would be it's one series, but two different games. They have different names. I'm not going to get into the logistics of why or whatever, but that would yeah. be Nier and Drakengard 3, uh-huh. who have the same composer. Yeah. And Nier's soundtrack is, is really good. Definitely outstanding for. For a game whose lyrics are in a nonsensical language that doesn't exist, <laughs> really good. Yeah. There's some really standout songs. Gameplay in Nier gets kind of repetitive, 
mm-hmm. but the uh, the music definitely makes you want to want to keep playing honestly yeah and it goes well with the emotional beats in the story and Drakengard 3 uh sounds similar to near so it's not as memorable mm-hmm. except for the boss themes i think the boss themes are really good because they're different than the rest of near and Drakengard 3 yeah but the uh, the boss themes are really good they're kind of rock type yeah, stuff yeah heavy heavy ish rock yeah and then the last boss theme is really good because it's a more of a not remix yeah i guess remix of the other boss themes in a different style since mm-hmm. having to do with how the last boss is i'm not gonna yeah. spoil or get into that but it's kind of like a melody yeah so definitely really good and then the last game which also is the last game on our previous episode mm-hmm. would be drinking guard one uh-huh. even though i think that game is pretty bad in yeah. almost every respect the soundtrack is amazing mm-hmm. now maybe that's just because everything else in the game was so bad that it just made me like it more or i don't know stockholm syndrome with the game i just played <laughs> it so much that so it's just like like me like me yeah. and i picked the music but the music is really good it's weird mm-hmm. it's definitely weird you have multiple instruments playing like different choruses like on top of each other like there's not a you know, there's not a harmony and then, you know, yeah. the chorus. It's just choruses on top of each other. Uh-huh. You have just really repeated offbeat, off-key things repeated over and over and over, which really matches the game because it's really, yeah. the game's really repetitive. So the, the repetitive music really matches it. But if it does anything, it gets you in the mood to kill things. And that's exactly <laughs> what you do in the first Striking Guard that's is you kill things repeatedly over and over the same way again and again, over and over, in the same way, again and again. <laughs> and so the music really encapsulates that, and it just really pumps you up because it makes you think you're playing a great game when you're really not. That's awesome. And again, the the last boss theme is actually really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know too much about this game. Once again, I trust your judgment. Thank you for watching another episode of Let's Talk Gaming. As always, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube.com slash MilesLargeTV where the episodes will be posted weekly. You can also follow us on Twitter at LTG Podcast. Thank you for watching. See you next time.